Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP and today is the 21st of June 2022 and the market definitely is not looking good. The global crypto market is less than $900 billion, $894 billion to be precise. Decrypt has just published a report that states that Bitcoin investors have lost a record $7.3 billion in a matter of three days. These are realized losses, not unrealized loss. What is unrealized loss? It actually means, let's say for instance, you bought Bitcoin for the price of $20,000 and the price of Bitcoin has gone down to $18,000 and if you haven't sold it, you're at an unrealized loss, so not an actual loss and that is what we hear most often in the news. But in this case, these are realized loss, so absolutely terrible. So Bitcoin investors have lost a record $7.3 billion in just a matter of three days and these are realized losses. It's news such as this that creates a lot of negative sentiments in the Bitcoin community and in the overall community. So definitely not looking good. And these are scary headlines and that's where you think that is, is Bitcoin dead. And speaking of which... The term Bitcoin debt is uh, in Google search has reached an all-time high. So people are actually typing Bitcoin debt in Google search. Imagine what crazy times we are in right now. Not to mention the price of Bitcoin is still around the $20,000 mark. Imagine if you know the price of Bitcoin goes down. So let's say $10,000 or $500,000. What's going to happen then? Now in today's episode... We're going to discuss game theory and human greed and the whole nature of demand versus supply where the supply is fixed and will there ever be a solution because uh, there are a couple of market manipulators because of which I personally think that game theory, human greed and demand versus supply, the combination of all of these things may never have a solution. This point is irrespective of the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. It sounds perfectly right when the price of Bitcoin is down, but this notion is equally important to understand even when the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is high. And we have mentioned time and again, Bitcoin and early adopters have already accumulated over 90% of Bitcoin supply. So the question once again is, would you trust Bitcoin and early adopters or would you trust politicians when you talk about money regarding celsius we have some really interesting news and it is a recovery plan yesterday we talked about how simon dixon is working on a recovery plan now today he tweeted something really interesting but definitely not ideal for celsius to have a recovery plan so we will explore that in today's episode and finally in today's episode we'll also barely touch on some news regarding metaverse I won't go into detail because every Fridays I have an episode called Metaverse Everything where I talk about everything regarding in Metaverse. So on Friday's episode, we will go in detail. In today's episode, we will very briefly look at what McKenzie, one of the leading audit firms, often the big four of audit firm, believes on the future of Metaverse. Regarding UAE, I have two news as well. The first news is Huobi Group secures license from Dubai and this is a license from DIFC so we'll be exploring that news 
And the second news is Galore and Mitchins in Abu Dhabi are in a cryptocurrency agreement for global artwork sales. So we have covered Mitchins in the past quite a few times. Now this is definitely a great use case, but we will look at if cryptocurrency exchange was ideally needed for this partnership. We will be exploring in detail where I will try to explain why it was not necessary to use a cryptocurrency exchange. So definitely a great use case, but once again, you do not require any form of partnership. And that was the main reason why Bitcoin was created. So anyways, welcome everyone. It's ATM here in Dubai. You're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse as well. How the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Now usually, every day Monday to Thursdays, we have an Ask Me Anything series from 8.30am to 9am Gulf Standard Time. But in today's episode, there will be no Ask Me Anything series. But usually what happens is, you listeners get an option to ask any questions from 8.30am to 9am Gulf Standard Time from the crypto world. Also, every Fridays at 8am Gulf Standard Time, we have an episode called Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse. So check out those episodes as well. The format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different. And I also publish a weekly report. So check those out via my LinkedIn profile. The LinkedIn profile is in the show notes. Alternatively, you can go to Medium page and type in Blockchain DXP. So let's kickstart today's episode. Today is the 21st of June, 2022. And yesterday we talked about how the global crypto market is on a downfall and the global crypto market as of today is below the 900 billion dollar mark it is currently at 894 billion dollars a 0.38 percent decrease since the last 24 hours the total crypto market volume has also gone down and it is at 72.74 billion dollars now this is surprising because usually on mondays the crypto market volume tends to go high, but this might be the very first time in probably six months time or so where I've seen that the market volume has gone down and since the last 24 hours it is down by 9.41%. The total volume in DeFi is currently at $6.46 billion and DeFi accounts for 8.88% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The volume of stable coins is also down in comparison to yesterday. Yesterday, which is a Monday in Dubai, but technically it's Sunday in all parts of the world. Today, which is Tuesday, it is at $63.38 billion. Now, this is technically Monday in Canada, UK, US, majority part of the world. So, ideally, the volume of stable coins should have been much higher, but it's still gone down. So, I'm not sure what's going on. The volume coins is at $63.38 billion, but it accounts for 87.13% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Yesterday, I believe the volume of stablecoin was definitely above the $74 billion mark and the percentage was definitely much less than what it was today. Now, let's look at the price. 
King of All King Bitcoin, the price is $20,502. And since the last 24 hours, it has marginally gone down by 0.85%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by minus 9.63%. Ethereum first world computer is down to $1,106. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 2.76%. Since the last seven days, it is down by 8.08%. Binance Coin, I believe, hasn't changed at all since the last 24 hours. It is exactly at $215. Since the last 24 hours, it is marginally up by 0.23%. And since the last seven days, it's down by minus 2.19%. Now, since the last 24 hours, there is a crypto called Synthetics. The token is SNX. It is up by 41.45% and since the last 7 days it is up by 61.96%. What is Synthetics? Synthetics is a decentralized finance or DeFi protocol. What it does is it provides on-chain exposure to a wide variety of crypto and non-crypto assets. If you are watching YouTubers talking about cryptocurrency, I'm pretty much sure you've heard of Ivan on Tech. And Ivan on Tech a couple of years ago used to talk quite a lot about synthetics or SNS token. So the token or the protocol is based on Ethereum blockchain and it offers users access to high liquid synthetic assets. So definitely a great thing. I mean, if you've had it over seven days, given the market situation, if it has gone up by 61.96%, definitely, definitely a great thing. Now let's kickstart today's episode. So what happened earlier today was that Decrypt published a report where it talked about how Bitcoin investors have lost $7.3 million, so definitely not looking good. And I believe this data is taken from Glassnodes. What Glassnodes does is it provides weekly analysis every Mondays. Now what I'm going to be doing is I won't be going and looking at the Glassnode details in today's episode, but in tomorrow's episode, I'll be talking about Glassnode and I'll also be looking at coin shares. They tend to provide a weekly blog as well. CoinShares does it. It looks at the inflow and outflows of Bitcoin and all other cryptocurrencies. But definitely not good if you are a cryptocurrency investor and losing $7.3 billion in just a matter of three days is absolutely catastrophic. And this has happened over the weekend. I'm not sure if it has happened in the past before. Looks like this might just be the very first time that so much of money has been lost. And once again, guys, if you look at it, and this is the point which I'd like to talk about, not just during bearish time, but it's also applicable during uh, bullish times as well. And this goes down to price predictions. Remember, crypto and Bitcoin price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. The thing is, game theory, human greed, and the whole nature of demand versus supply, that supply is fixed. We may never have a solution. So the combination of these three things, that is game theory, human greed, demand, and supply, we may never have a fixed solution. Unless there is an autocratic approach taken. One thing which I always tend to pose to general people is, is it easier for an autocratic leader to incorporate Bitcoin in its country? And the answer, sadly, is yes. So whenever you're looking at information pertaining to Bitcoin, people call it as the biggest innovation of our time. People say that Bitcoin fixes this. Uh, there's this hashtag which says Bitcoin fixes this. 
For some odd reason, it also says Bitcoin fixes racism. I really don't understand why. Remember guys, we live in a world where having a lot of information is not important. Having information from first sources. So it's so critical whenever you're researching information, looking for information, try to look at first source. And Ray Dalio, one of the legendary investors, has said that mainstream media recently is making it difficult for us to get information from first source. Now going back to the whole nature of game theory, human greed and uh, demand versus supply, what we mean by game theory is how we as individual or the collective mass react to Bitcoin when the price goes up and down. And this is where human greed kicks in. Billionaires are accumulating Bitcoin when the price goes down. Yesterday we talked about Kevin O'Leary and we also looked at uh, Michael Saylor a couple of days ago where he's saying that because of the dip, he's trying to buy more Bitcoin. So it looks like Bitcoin is turning out to be a play for billionaires and multimillionaires. This is where the whole notion of demand versus supply kicks in. Because the supply is fixed, billionaires, multimillionaires and early adopters buy a lot of Bitcoin. And because the supply is fixed, they tend to pump the demand. By doing that, their own existing net worth in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies that have a fixed supply increases. Again, you may want to rethink why was Bitcoin created in the first place? What did it want to solve? Now, separation of money and the state was a macro level goal. And I personally think that is why Bitcoin was created. That will eventually happen. It might take a lot of time, maybe not in the next decade, maybe in the next couple of decades. So when it comes to Bitcoin and when it comes to money, between the two, who do we trust? Do we trust billionaires and early adopters who are preaching that Bitcoin is the next big thing or Bitcoin is a real form of money? Or do we trust politicians? And remember, politicians still have the power to make or break Bitcoin. And as much as I hate to say this, but an autocratic approach may be ideal for Bitcoin's adoption. And I'm talking this in purest sense. If an autocratic leader adopts Bitcoin, they are in a position to completely manage game theory. They are in a position to manage human greed. They would make sure that billionaires and multimillionaires do not buy Bitcoin, but it is rather uh, distributed equally. And this is where we are slowly edging towards the whole socialist movement. So definitely not ideal, but maybe necessary if you want Bitcoin to be the biggest movement. Currently, there are over 19,000 932 different types of cryptocurrencies and um, will separation of money and the state happen most likely yes but it's definitely going to take maybe a couple of decades now moving on to news about celsius yesterday's episode we talked about how simon dixon has hinted towards a recovery plan now earlier today he tweeted about a recovery plan now those of you guys who don't know who simon dixon is he's the bitcoin og he had the idea of Bitcoin even before Bitcoin was created and is one of the early adopters of Bitcoin. He's also the CEO and co-founder of BankToTheFuture.com. So go to BankToTheFuture.com. They have invested in quite a lot of early startup, including, let's say, Coinbase. I'm pretty sure even Binance and pretty much every top projects Bank to the Future has been involved in. Now, Simon Dixon has, if not one of the best videos on YouTube, where he explains the six different forms of money. So I would definitely uh, recommend you guys to go out and watch that episode maybe a couple of times. He often talks about 
central bank digital currencies. So he definitely is an OG. He has suggested a Celsius recovery plan and he believes that traditional finance will not have a timely solution for Celsius. The plan that he has mentioned is very similar to Bitfinex. So those of you guys who don't know, Bitfinex had a hack back in 2016. Well, not technically a hack, but they had funds with a banking institution and the banking institution decided not to give the funds back. And Bitfinex is the company that manages Tether USDT. So anyways, what the plan is, it involves creating security tokens, debt and equity, and give investors a very high return for the high risk they are willing to take. And that is something which he did for Bitfinex and he's recommending a similar plan for Celsius Network. Bank to the Future are also investors of Celsius Network and that could be one of the reasons why he's suggesting that they might be able to pull this thing off but that is absolutely terrible. What happens if this plan fails? Can they repeat the same process? It's definitely not an ideal but because the funds of crypto is accumulated only among the elite few or early adopters, billionaires and multimillionaires. They might be able to do that. And this goes back to the whole notion. Is that the right thing to do? And would you trust such people to be Bitcoin as a world reserve currency? And the answer will definitely be no. Moving on to news which is not to do with cryptocurrencies. And this is to do with Metaverse. And this news is too big to ignore. And 2020 has been a terrible year for the crypto community. And Metaverse is definitely gaining a lot of mainstream adoption. Remember, in today's episode, I won't go into detail about Metaverse. Now, what has happened earlier today is that McKenzie, one of the leading auditor firms in the Big Four, has published a report called as Value Creation in Metaverse. And this is 77 pages long. I plan to read this in the next couple of days, hopefully before Friday, where I'm in a position to talk more about it. Short and sweet news is that McKenzie's report says that Metaverse could generate $5 trillion dollars in the next eight years, that is by 2030. In case if you want to download the article, you can go to McKenzie's website and type in value creation in Metaverse or you can go to my LinkedIn profile and you know you can get the entire article as well. My question to you guys is, where does Bitcoin fit in the Metaverse? Bitcoin would be an excellent use case to be used in the Metaverse, but you can do that using Lightning Network so in Metaverse, it'll be absolutely great to have a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system with a near-instant real-time settlement. That'd be a perfect match in the Metaverse. And you could use Lightning Network in the Metaverse. Now, while the market is uncertain and inflation and recession is on its way, it's really important at this particular time to, for Bitcoin to offer a safe haven, a hedge against inflation. If it does not do it at this point of time, what is the whole purpose of creating Bitcoin? The whole purpose of Bitcoin becomes purposeless. I'm also looking at the Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index. As of today, it is still at extreme fear and it is at 9. It's definitely not looking good. It'd be really interesting to see in the next few days how Bitcoin will manifest and it has a lot to do with the mentality of the Bitcoin hodlers. Now moving on to the next news about UAE, the first news from UAE is about Huobi Group and it has secured license from Dubai's DIFC. Just some information about Huobi. 
Huobi Group is a world-leading Bitcoin and Ethereum trading platform, and they've been in existence since 2013. They were founded in China. So what they do is they provide secure and convenient trading services for hundreds of digital assets, and they have offices in Hong Kong, South Korea, Japan, and also in the United States of America. And in 2018, it became a publicly listed Hong Kong company. Huobi Group has secured license from Dubai, and this happened last week on the 17th of June, that is on a Friday. They obtained license from DIFC, that is Dubai International Finance Center. The license that they have acquired is called as DIFC Innovation License. So this develop represents significant milestone in the group's compliant growth. So the DIFC Innovation License is a license for innovative technology companies in Dubai. What are the benefits? With this license, it gives them access to thriving tech ecosystem, preferential treatment for technology research and developments, capital repatriation, and taxes. And as you know, the Dubai does not have tax. So absolutely great move for Huobi Group. Lili Zhang, the SVP and CFO of Huobi Group has said, Huobi attaches great importance to its regulation and compliance globally. And the two licenses not only mark major milestones for our global expansion, but also reflect our determination to provide safe, regulated and professional services to more users. Meeting the compliance requirements and regulations is the foundation of our business. Only under this premise, we can grow alongside the industry to meet the real needs of users. And this will continue to be a top priority for our global expansion efforts. Now, just to put it out there that Huobi Group has also registered with New Zealand's financial services provider register, also called as FSPR. I didn't want to talk about it because I'm talking only about news regarding UAE. Regarding the news in New Zealand, they will also support crypto over-the-counter trading services. So things are definitely looking good for Huobi Group. The next news that I'd like to talk about is about Gallery and a partnership uh, with MidChains, which is from Abu Dhabi. Gallery is based in London and they are born from a life of passion for art and years of collectors ourselves. Gallery works within the world of modern and contemporary art to bring the best international talent to the Middle East to make their work available locally. And they have an experienced team of artists, gallerists and collectors. And they aim to bring a broader audience to art and make discovering, connecting with and collecting world-class artists work more transparent and accessible. Better serving artists, existing collectors and those new to contemporary art. So they also have a program called as X Program. Gallery X Program. So what that program does is it helps them to collaborate with leading artists to craft and release new, affordable, highly collectible, limited edition prints, multiples and unique works on paper. The next I'd like to cover Midchains. I've covered Midchains I believe twice in my podcast. They are located in Abu Dhabi. It is a fully regulated virtual asset trading platform and custodian backed by world-class investors including Mubadala, ADQ, MIAX Exchange Group, and many more. They act as a key access point for crypto and virtual asset products, and they are empowering retail investors and linking global institutions to the MENO region. Two weeks ago, I found out this news via Unlock Blockchain. 
So the news essentially is that Gallery, Art Gallery, is planning to accept crypto via its tie-up with MidChain. So definitely a great use case, but I'm not sure if they were supposed to use MidChains for that. So they're using cause of a cryptocurrency agreement for global artwork sales. And the news is that they might be the first major gallery in the Middle East region to accept cryptocurrency for physical or digital art. And they plan to accept Bitcoin, Ethereum and USDC for artwork sales globally. Now one thing guys what I'm seeing a trend is a lot of them are switching from USDT to USDC. So this is definitely looking good. Personally I'm not a fan of USDT but USDC is definitely looking good. So again this whole partnership between gallery and machines is a great use case but did they really have to use an exchange if they're using a stable coin like usdc you do not even need a partnership with midchain or any other cryptocurrency exchange because so you know you will be accepting uh, the funds and there is no price fluctuation it could be possible that they're using it only for liquidation purposes but once again you do not necessarily have to use a cryptocurrency exchange you could just keep the funds even if you're accepting let's say bitcoin and ethereum you don't necessarily need to use cryptocurrency exchange you could set up your own api maybe you use the cryptocurrency exchange only to give you the price feeds still a definitely a great use case and once again ideally i would have preferred that there is no middle person because at the end of the day, if you look at the Bitcoin white paper, the very second line does actually mention the whole benefits are lost if a central mediary is required to prevent double spend. And in case if you don't know what double spend is, go to my website that is blockchaindxp.com and on the very first page at the bottom of the screen, you will see a video explaining what double spend is and Bitcoin's innovation was solving the double spend problem. So that's all for today guys on the crypto and coffee at 8 from blockchain dxb in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com you can also check out my other website that is www.area2071.com which talks everything about metaverse and if you like listening to this please follow this podcast give it a five star rating and share the word across now usually we have ask me anything series only for today i will not be having an ask me anything series but generally in the Ask Me Anything series, you listeners can ask any questions from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Gulf Standard Time about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And one last thing, remember Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. We have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the crypto world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Once again guys, thank you so much for listening and have a great day ahead. Bye-bye.